speakers, but we're honored to have um, State Senator um, Barbara Ann Washington to address us. She happened to be in you guys' town, so we're going to try to rush her back to Kansas City so we can talk to her. But anyway, um, do we have Miss Barney Mims on? We just have Barbara. State Senator? I'm here. Okay. Why don't we, we'll talk to you first and then we'll go back and get our uh, guest host, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, State Senator, and congratulations. Uh-huh, thank you. What was your question? The question is, we're celebrating Women History Month, and we also, a special salute to Black Press Month, but we're interested in what you have to bring to the people. Uh, I just congratulated you. Uh, what you trying to do, what deals are before you, how you can benefit all the people in the state. Well, I think the best thing I can do as a Democrat and a uh, super minority is to try to bring some funds and programs back to the ninth district. It's something I was able to do as a state rep and that I hope to continue to do as a senator. So as we move into working our budget, we'll be on spring break this week. When we return, we'll work on our budget. And my biggest goal are to bring back money for small business economic development and workforce development um other than that uh, to continue to work to eliminate the blight that plagues our community i have a bill that will allow homeowners to purchase in a blighted community a tax credit i also have a bill that will allow anyone who creates an urban farm in our community a tax credit and I have bills that will work on redefining how we define blight so that our TIF is, so any tax increment financing that is awarded by the city is fairly applied, not just to the west of truth, but to the east of truth as well. Um, those are my biggest priorities, as well as giving out justice reform. You are right on target because our topic for uh, today's show is women and politics. Okay, um, Tennessee, Rona and I are here. Uh, we apologize. We got in a little late. We were having some technical difficulties. It looks like you got Barbara on the line. Yes, we do, ma'am. Okay, I don't know. Have you had a chance to introduce everybody, or do we have everybody here? No, the only person we have now, I believe, is uh, State Senator Barbara Ann Washington. Uh, 
uh, hearing the sentence, um, I found out last month I'm the first black female attorney to be in the Missouri State Senate. I am blessed this year to serve with two other black women. I don't think we've ever had more than three black women, but for the first time ever, we have five black people serving in the Missouri Senate. Uh, my journey to the Senate uh, started by having a heart for service and growing up in a home that um, emphasized service. I'm a United Methodist person, and I live by the motto to wake up and do all you can, uh, for as many as you can, and uh, I don't know the whole quote. And then myself and Councilwoman Park Shaw became a member, members of this illustrious organization that says to be of service to all mankind. And with those two caveats and being a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha for 35 years tomorrow, uh, I uh, have always been about service. I, I went to Mizzou. I'm a Kansas City native, Kansas City Public School graduate of the now closed Southwest High School. I went to the University of Missouri uh, to major in journalism, and I've always felt like the purpose of a journalist is to protect the public and to do that by providing fair, adequate, and true information to the public. So I worked as a journalist for a few years. In fact, uh, Mr. Richardson gave me a scholarship to college. He never lets me forget that. <laughs> and, uh, he did give me one of my scholarships. Uh, but Mizzou, Mizzou paid for most of my way. They recruited me to be a journalism student, much as one is recruited to the athletic department. Uh, after that, I worked at the Kansas City Star, which I worked at in college, uh, the Kansas City Business Journal, and Business Week Magazine. I started my career in the eighth grade working for the Kansas City Globe as a newspaper reporter. Uh, after working um, after college for a few years, and I went on to UMKC, uh, and I have, uh, besides going to work for the NFL, I've spent the majority of my career in some sort of service capacity, whether a prosecutor or working um, at firms owned by African Americans, including Harold Doc Holliday, the first African American to graduate from the Mizzou School of Law. Um, there became a time when my children, my child was grown and gone and left me. And I felt like uh, digging more into service and working on policy, speaking for the community that I come from. Because sometimes we don't, sometimes when we grow up and we don't have the same socioeconomic status as others, we kind of clog up. So it's not to say that the people of the 9th District don't have a strong voice. Sometimes they just don't want to share it. So I felt like I have a blessing in the fact that I've gone to college and gone to law school. And some people think law school is a great thing. I think it's an education. Uh, and I felt like I had the right voice to come back down to Jeff City and speak for those who could not necessarily speak for themselves and be that representative that would fight for the best rights for what we need in the ninth District. And I probably have about four more minutes. I'm sorry. Okay, well then let's finish up with you first, so that you can go, and then I'm going to ask Raina probably the same question. Okay, Marcy, uh, I have Barbara, before she leaves. Senator Washington, um, you know, I'm very concerned about, uh, of course, the redistricting, and then the uh, policy of changing voter uh, laws, um, how we're going to be able to vote. And um, is there anything we can do uh, to help you um, protect our right to vote? So with respect to the right to vote, um, the bills have not come over to the Senate yet. I think they are arguing them in the House. They, I'm not sure if they've passed them out yet. But the best thing you can do is what I tell everybody is go on our website, Missouri House and Missouri Senate. See where the stature of the bill is. You can look a bill up by subject matter. And I know COVID is a scary thing, but keep your mask on and come to Jeff City and make your voices be heard. If you can't come, although I will say coming in person or sending someone is the best, so that the other representatives can know that we, that there are those of us fighting to make sure that we have fair rights with respect to voting, that we, we don't come up with these schemes, like a college kid who may just have moved to Missouri, 
you can use your college ID as long as you have registered in Missouri, and now you're going to force that child to go get a state ID. And many of my seniors may not have uh, state IDs anymore, and so that's not fair for them. But if you can't come, then look to see when that bill is being heard, and please, please submit testimony to that committee. There are links on there where you can submit uh, your written testimony and ask that it be read um, so that our voices can be heard on these crucial issues. We have to remember that our Secretary of State, we know for sure now he's going to run for governor. He has made it known. He has announced that he is not running for Senate. The only reason he wouldn't be running for uh, Senator Blunt's spot is because he intends to run for governor. So we have got to make sure that we understand that that's why he wants those votes suppressed, and we need to fight against that suppression. And the way we do that is to make our voices heard. We all, 197 of us, represent the people of the state of, the, of Missouri, over 6 million people. So we're not here to do what we want to do. We're supposed to do what our people send us to do. And the only way that we're going to stay on target is if the citizens of Missouri keep us and keep us in check. Thank you, Senator. Um, you yeah. asked another question about redistricting. The Senate and the House, we will form, we will um, work on the redistricting for the congressional seat, and the governor will appoint people that will do the state and the, the House and the Senate seat. And so I urge you all to reach out to my office so we can reach out to the governor to get the right people on those redistricting committees. I will serve on the Senate committee. Uh, which will be a blessing, but that's to protect our beloved Congressman Cleaver. We need to make sure that we're protecting our House seats and our Senate seats. So please reach out to me at barbara.washington at senate.mo.gov so that uh, with your resumes and everything so that we can get the right people and try to put a bug in the governor's ear as to who should be placed on those redistricting committees. MC, is there anything you want to ask Barbara before she has to go? Well, I, I think uh, we love you, Barbara, and you do a great job. <laughs> and she's also graduated from Southwest along with uh, my uh, daughter, Dr. Taylor, and also um, state rep no state councilman, not city councilman, Marissa Robinson. They all the no, same age. No, 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 we're not. No, we're not. You're not, huh? No, no, Melissa Robinson was not at Southwest with us. So if she went there, it wasn't with us. Okay, Melissa, they're, they're all with us. I think she wasn't working with me. And she, no, she didn't. Yeah, she's going to get real mad at y'all. Now, Melissa, when you hear this, I didn't have nothing to do with it. She's in her 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Ruskin with her sister. Yeah, she is nowhere near my age. Oh, I'm not here. She's going to get her. But thank y'all for having me. And uh, I, I, if it wasn't. Residents in one zip code 
live up to 20 years less than someone who lived maybe a mile or two away. And so ultimately, um, I knew that, I, that there was something that I could do about that and that I, my, my district needed a voice to speak on their behalf. And so I decided to run. Uh, before I, I ran, um, I was, before I even ran and was elected to office, I was civically engaged. I, I have a heart to serve. Um, I volunteered on the Eastern Jackson County Workforce Development Board, uh, the American Heart Association, National Alliance for Mental Illness, Alzheimer's Association, and also as uh, Senator Washington, my Senator Washington State stated, um, I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority and a member of the Greater Kent City Chapter of the Links as well. Um, and I just have to up, take a moment to uplift an organization that has further inspired me and motivated me to pursue my goal of running for office, and that is Shirley's Kitchen Cabinet. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but I attended one of their advocacy trainings back in 2018, and that event really validated my reasons for wanting to run for office and motivated me, and they, have, have, they continue to be uh, a source of inspiration for me and support as well. Okay, well that is, uh, and I know there's a whole lot of other things that you were involved in as well. And but I do want to get into uh, some background with Bonnie. Do we have Bonnie up yet? Do we have her on the line? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Bonnie and them. Yes, you do. Okay, she's the fifth district older woman, or they call them older men, older women, in Raytown, and they are post town for the uh, Alderman Council in Raytown. And I don't know um, when you got on here if you heard what we're doing, but I do want you give a little bit of background as to your journey to your position as, as a, a politician where you are now, because there's not a lot of black females who are in politics, and it's not an easy road to get there, but we want people to understand that there's a lot of different avenues to get there, and you don't have to have one particular set of experiences. And so um, I'm having you first start out just giving your history and your background of how you got to your position and where you are. Oh, bless your heart. Well, let me do this. First, it's an honor and a privilege to be invited to your program, and I thank you for it. So it's going to, I guess I must be the senior person speaking because it's going to sound like a me, 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 I, I, I. But I've been involved close to 50 years. So I started out as I'm a pilot at Patel High School. Yes, I am. And just to share a little bit a little bit about me, I was a 1970 graduate, I did go to college, I went to the military academy that I started, and then I graduated from Park, I have a double master's, and uh, I worked in mental health, which is in the forensic department on criminal cases, so that I did for 38 years, 42 years in the state. I also was a, oh my goodness, how do I do all this? I was a committee woman for 25 years board member for 18 and four consecutive years as a board president. I served in the House of Representatives, the State House of Representatives, for four years, and I was not successful in my third term, and uh, I'm going to let that one day there. And But each one of them that I have ran for, I was the first woman of color in South Kansas City to become uh, a committee woman. On the board, I was the first woman to elected as the board president and served for four consecutive years and we did a fabulous job. And then I was the first person to serve because it was a new district for District 27 in the House of Representatives. And now I'm the older woman in Ward 5 in Raytown, the first woman of color to ever be elected into Raytown. So to give you that pieces of me, uh, and then I will stop. I think I'll stop there. I've served on the district team. I've served on a lot of different committees under at least five mayors in Kansas City. And um, I think I, I think I'll stop right there. Okay. okay. Um, well, we're going to get into some your, your current positions now. Unless you have some better questions or specific questions that you'd like to ask Tennessee or Rona, I'd like them to explain the position that they have now what it took to get to that position and what they're working on in that position so that people know what you do on the city council or what you do with an, as an alderman. Um, some people don't even know what an alderman is. And so if you guys could explain, Lena, I'll have you go first, of um, your position as a city council woman 
and that what you are putting your working on and, and struggles or some challenges that you have had as a female being in this career field. Sure, yes. I can uh, definitely say as a, as a city councilwoman uh, for Kansas City, I represent about 80,000 people in my district. Um, ultimately, you know, from doing things like uh, handling constituent services, if they have issues with uh, their trash, their water, their streets, any of those things, uh, my office works to manage those complaints and help, uh, to get, help them to get those resolved. Uh, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that, that is important for me is to ensure that I can be a voice for them. I truly believe that they, those individuals, voted me in to office to be a voice for them and to take to give them a seat at the table, if you will. And so, um, ultimately, the things that I'm carrying forward are things that are important to them. Uh, in my first couple of months of uh, being a councilwoman, I actually established a um, citizens advisory board to help advise me, especially as a new elected, newly elected individual. I wanted to make sure that I was doing the work that they called me to do. So I'm proud to say that there are a couple of things that, that we have done. One of the things through um, that I, that many people have complained about is incentives. Um, so I'm proud that I was able to co-sponsor and incentives reform ordinance with Councilwoman Robinson. And um, ultimately what we know is that certain taxing jurisdictions, certain school districts um, are hit harder than others. Um, and this legislation aims to address those disparities. And we worked on it for about 10 months. And I'm proud that we finally got to unanimous consensus and approved a new uh, tax property tax abatement that limits tax abatement uh, down to 70% for 10 years and 30% for additional five years. And I will tell you, the numbers that we saw prior or that we're seeing now um, impact, of course, our Kansas City Public School District at the worst rate in that about $2,000 per student is, given, um, is uh, given out to developers, whereas in the lead kit, um, it's about uh, $18 per student. And so we know that there are, there are unequitable practices being implemented across our city. And so I'm really proud that we were able to, to accomplish that um, and really provide parity within uh, the system. The other thing that I've, that I've worked on, that, um, and I co-sponsored this with Councilwoman Robinson as well, being, you know, as one of, of two black women on city council, it's, it, it's extremely important to champion policies that will positively impact black women. And that's why I worked with Councilman Robinson to co-sponsor the Crown Act, uh, which prohibits hair discrimination. Because unfortunately, I know firsthand what it's like to be judged by my hair. Uh, when when I was running for office, many times um, I was concerned about people being distracted by my hair, so I would straighten my hair every day. And I know that I'm not alone in that, in that the uh, Doug 2019 Crown study showed that 80% of black women admitted to changing their hair to fit in at work. Um, and I'm excited that we unanimously passed the Crown Act here in Kansas City. Um, also, you know, there, there, this is actually leading the way as well to legislation in, at the state level as well as on the other side of the state. And I'm working with um, uh, Representative Ashley Glenn Manlove, Representative Keisha Bosley, Bosley out of St. Louis to pass similar legislation at the state level. and. Um, in St. Louis, uh, working with all the women should mean car covered. You asked, and I'll just say briefly about the challenges. Unfortunately, as a black woman in politics, you know, many of the challenges are the same as being a black woman in predominantly, in any predominantly white space. I've uh, had my, my intelligence questions. I've had people interrupt me while I'm speaking. Uh, and I've had people withhold information from me. And these kind of micro, microaggressions are way far too familiar for black women despite which industry they work in. So, thank you. You know, I just want to say that the first, at the top of it, want to acknowledge President Biden and the other KAI Vice President for the beautiful job they've done in getting the $1.9 trillion package passed. And the shows today, I will repeat it, is Women in Politics. And 
want to congratulate you, Councilwoman. You were my Councilwoman, too. And I had you and uh, Councilwoman Robinson on this show before when we were doing it at KKFI. Okay. Okay, well, and I
long time, and I know Judge Martini, you know that that's one of my pet peeves for a long time. And so I got to not only see some of the things that were happening to our constituents of color in Raytown, I, too, myself, was the subject of it because when we cut the budget, I had a police officer pull me over for at least 20 minutes to rag me. And I know you all that know me, Mr. Richardson, I don't mix my words. So back and forth. And when he got through, my exact words, if you don't have anything else to say to me, I want you to have a good day. And I, and I took off. And the other one was coming up the right side of my car holding on to his gun. And I took off, and my mindset said, if I did something wrong, they'll chase me down in the ratchet. If I haven't done nothing wrong after ragging me, he's going to pull up and talk to his chief and let him know uh, he's going to give his side of the story. His story was, he didn't know he pulled over an alderman. My tags say FMR 27. Duh. So, um, I'm just saying, I've gone through some of the things I watch people go through. Uh, I've experienced a lot of them. I've experienced some of the things that when you don't do what people want you to do, they don't only come out to hurt you, they come out to destroy you. And I did have someone say, I don't want to just take a seat from her, I want to destroy her political career. So I say to people, what God has for me is for me. And another thing that I've learned, too, as those that know me, I may pray this minute, I'll curse the next, then if I forget what I did, I'll throw an extra prayer in. But I go out to do the work that is needed to help move our people forward and to get the things that they need. So I stay very busy, and just recently, uh, I just had someone, a baby today, got mauled by a dog in the face. And, you know, I am blessed at this particular time because the party didn't want to call because they knew I had come home from radiation treatment. So I, I had a job to do and that baby needed to be taken care of and I did my job. When I get tired, you all will know I'll take a nap and i get back up and continue where I left off. So sharing some of these things, walking in some of the areas I have has not been easy and let me tell you, it has been rough as a woman, a black woman, and one that is not going to back down, Mr. Richardson, I know you know that part of me. But <laughs> I, I, choose, I choose not to be a smart mouth, but I study so that I'm abreast of whatever it is I'm getting ready to go and handle. And I tell everybody that I work very hard to make sure that I'm doing what's right for the people. Now, I was elected, and I tell people all the time, I'm not going to be coerced. You're not going to back me in the corner, but I'm going to do what's best for the people. So I share, even at this point, I'm with you 100% when you're right, and I'm with you 100% when you're wrong to make sure the consequences are fair. And that comes from me being a union president. So I, it's just so many things I've jumped through to work through and earn where I am now to it's really okay. I want to sit back. I want to come out and retire and let some of our young people train them to move forward. I had good people like Carol Cole and Mary Grove Bland. Those are the kind of women that helped me and, and, and I should say mold me to where I am today. So I am very pleased that you all wanted me to share a little bit about where I've been and in my walk. And I want you to know the walk wasn't easy. I've had all my tires flattened, my lights busted out, my phone lines cut at home. Uh, it's just been so much, but I thank him every day because I weathered through it, and uh, I'm good. I also used to serve as a board member, Mr. Richardson, at KKFI. Right, but I, well, I got this opportunity, and don't don't you go anywhere. I want to acknowledge the job that black women have done this year in the election and what have you. Without you, we wouldn't be anything, and I praise any black woman not limited to women of color for the job they've done to bring justice to all of us. Thank you. Hey, Rhonda, do you have any questions? Do you have any questions that you want to ask either one of our guests before uh, I go on with some other ones? Yes. Um, Mr. Richardson already, already mentioned the $1.9 trillion that the federal government is letting, and I understand that Kansas City is getting a portion of that. Is Raytown getting a portion of that? And what will Kansas City and Raytown do with that money? 
We'll start with Raina. You want to tell us uh, if there's anything that you guys are getting special with the city that you're working on to spread that money around to help people? Uh, yeah, so it's my understanding that Kansas City uh, will receive $195 million of that. And, you know, the, the key thing, obviously, that we're really focusing on is, you know, the pandemic really um, impacted everybody negatively. And so um, we had really made some significant cuts to some of our uh, services. And so we are hopefully looking to restore those, wanting to help our small businesses as well. Uh, in addition to, you know, helping people to be able to stay in their home. Um, we just recently have received the money for uh, rental assistance, and so we are working diligently to try to get the, the money into the hands of those individuals to help them pay pay their rent, help them to, you know, pay their, their bills so that they can stay in their home. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, which I think we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but unfortunately the pandemic has done so much damage to our city that we are, are really working diligently, working hard to try to, to turn that around. And of course, you know, the, the main thing that we need to do to continue to turn that around is to get everybody vaccinated. And so we are, are working um, with the state, with you know, our state uh, senator as well, Senator Washington, working with our state representatives and our county elected as well to try to get as many people vaccinated as we can. Ms. Mims, do you have um, any information as to if Waytown's getting any money and what they may or may not do with that? Well, we, yes, I heard that we will be giving some. The one has actually told me the amount. We have a meeting coming Tuesday night, so we'll have what the meeting is. But we had already done and started helping and working with our rentals, people with their rentals, uh, their rent, and we helped them with their sewer bills, and some of them got assistance with their light. Um, so we have been doing a lot of that, and also they started looking at different ones in nursing homes and taking them by band to go and get their COVID uh, vaccine, you know, vaccine. So we've been um, all along been working, especially with our rental agreement and working with the people's sewer bills, uh, their water bills, and now we've even uh, done with groceries. So we've been also delivering groceries. Um, uh, program has been delivering them to their homes, especially our senior citizens. So we were, whatever we get, we're going to continue and enhance what we're doing. So I'm waiting on our city administrator uh, to give us that information, uh, how much we're going to get, and then we will continue with that. And so I'm just pleased. So I'm just pleased to move. As a matter of fact, I'm buying a lady who's 90 years old her dinner right now. Um, so I'm sure she'll enjoy this tonight. But uh, that's what we are continuing to do. We have been making sure that we can continue to enhance what their needs are. So we have the Raytown you know, Assistance Program, and that's what they've been helping. So we started out with a piece where they got um, $500 uh, to help toward their rent. So we're working further to increase it. So that's where we are. Okay, thank you. Great. Ms. Um, uh, Parkshaw, why not? ask you some questions. I know that uh, you've just recently uh, gone to the, the city council, so you have a little bit more time before you need to even consider uh, any future uh, moves or any future uh, occupations that you want to get involved in. But do you have any particular interest that you'd like to pursue uh, once you're done sitting on the city council? Um, if you're, you know, and this is something else that you want to do or you don't want to do, just curious uh, you have any other plans that you are working on or you'd like uh, some assistance with? Uh, wow, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Uh, I almost feel that's a loaded question, but uh, you know, I, I'm focusing so hard on being being a voice for the people that elected me that I hadn't thought about what, what's next after this. You know, I'm just working day to day trying to, to do the work that, that they would have me do. Uh, and and honestly, to allow God's light to, to shine and work through me. Uh, so I'm not sure, but I'll say I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm open-minded. I feel like you know the path that God wants me to leave will will unveil itself. And so at that point, whenever that point arrives, I'll have to you know pray on it and go from there. But you know the my commitment is truly um, being committed to those who 
who elected me into this position. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to help her eventually down the line. She just don't know it because when she serves and and feels her commitment where she's at, as young as she is, I look for her to go a little bit further, and probably at the state level. Senate, 
Congress, whatever those things are that you feel led to run, please do it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Rona and Hadi, do you have any questions you'd like to ask my guests? Okay, Rona, I'll let you go first. I'm yielding. No, I've got to yield to you, MC. <laughs> you know, I just want to think, um, this I was um, kind of, mine wasn't right today, but on the same token, I think this is, um, I, can I say hell of a show? Well, I just did. With you guys and um, Councilwoman Parks, Shaw. Uh, I remember you did a beautiful job, even the situation that happened down on 54th and uh, Wayne, where there was some problem where a person had put, uh, what is it, um, what is the thing you put up, it's a handicap, and your staff went in there, I'm also a member of the Blue Hills Neighborhood Association, and y'all took care of business, and I had nothing but got a lot of praise for you, uh, Councilwoman and what your staff did, and me knowing you, I didn't know your previous background that you had ran for state rep, but you are a voice down at City Hall that we should maintain and leave the 5th District. Now, there is an opening uh, the next term because your counterpart at large, he, be, he will serve his two-term limit, and we need to encourage people that's a seat they should prepare for. That's right. Well, thank you very much. I, I uh, definitely pride myself in getting out there in the community and, and being seen in the community. Uh, you know, it, and I work a lot with uh, Blue Hills. I know we are doing quite a few uh, COVID vaccination sites. We're doing, um, you know, COVID testing. We've done food drives and all those things. Uh, but definitely, yes, you mentioned Councilman Barnes. He, his second term will end. Uh, after this term, and so his seat will be open. But actually, all of us have to run. All yes. Of my seat, technically, we, we all need to run again. Those of us who want to stay, uh, but definitely, there's an at-large opportunity that will be open in the fifth district. Um, and so, yeah, if anyone is interested and wanting for any of any of those seats, please feel free to reach out to me, and I'll uh, provide whatever information and support I can. What do you think of um, all of the uh, that are going to be open by the public ambassadors um, in their way that we um, as a community, especially here with um, Blunt retiring, um, to maybe get a Democrat in that seat? Do we, do we have any hope for that? I'm sorry, was that for me? I, I believe that. Um yeah, I mean, I think there's an opportunity. There's so many people that are coming out to run, um, and I think it's, you know, he announced early enough that it will give uh, a Democrat an opportunity. Um, you know, it sounds like our mayor uh, is, he said uh, he's considering it even. So I don't think anybody's confirmed officially, but, yeah, I think, you know, we definitely have an opportunity. Um, they did have five. They had five Republicans that have gotten in. That have uh, five that they were going to run for that particular seat. I guess we all need to look at what the redistricting map is going to look like, and if that is done before running for that particular seat. But they have got a lot of strong Republicans that have come out because the Attorney General came out. Uh, a couple of the U.S. Uh, 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 House. Uh, elected representatives or advised their name in there. So Wagner and Hustler uh, both have put their names in. Uh, now, I don't know, uh, the, the Secretary of State put his name in, so maybe he doesn't pull his name out. So he put his name into that race. I think he pulled back. Okay. Uh, I refer to your information on the Senate seat for uh, Roy Blunt. That does not include being in a district, okay? It could be anybody in just anywhere in the state that runs the run for the United States Senate. You do not have to be in, in the town of districts. Anywhere in the state, you can run for that office. Let me pick it back on our with the Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce. No black has ever won a statewide position in Missouri. That's right. That's true. Right. Yep. Yeah. But wait a Oh, he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't run. He, he he wanted to run, 
but he didn't. Yeah, he was a congressman. It was proud. Okay. Um, job 
and laying out a proposed agenda through December of this year. Also, I'd like for each and, one, each and every one of you to get more listeners to tune in to the station. And I'd like to, uh, United Minority Media Association, a membership organization, and we welcome anybody, but I'll let ours say how they can uh, tell their friends how to get on the show and this time, uh, each Saturday from five to six. Uh, if you do this, uh, you have to have a uh, cell phone or computer or any kind of um, electronic instrument on the internet. You just put in Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio dot com, and and at that point, uh, you, you go to uh, well, at that point you can access our show. If you come on at, at, at five o'clock, the show will be automatically come up at five o'clock. You tap on the arrow, and you will see guests come to Kansas City. Also, our two co-hosts, uh, people, we have uh, Bonnet Mims as the uh, co-host today, but people want to know how the Honorable, I said that right, I hope, the Honorable Missile Court Judge Martina Peterson and the young lady, the public defender attorney, Miss Rona Holloman Hughes. You guys are great and i really respect you and all and we all celebrate what we can say women history month and a special salute to black press thank you 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 Okay, tell the people what you got scheduled for next Saturday. Okay, next Saturday, oh dear, let's see, I have, um, um, I'm going to have on Mr. Uh, Alvin Brooks and Mr. Mel Fanican. We're going to be talking about the state of Kansas City policing. Um, there's a couple other people that I think you're trying to reach. Um, but the, the topic is going to be the state of Kansas City policing, and we've already got Mr. Brooks, who just came out with a book, um, a wonderful book that he's been promoting about some of his experiences. He's on the police force, and he was also on the, the board, board commissioner for the police department, and the Merrill Bannison is for the Office of Community Complaints Kansas City Missouri Police Department. Well, Alvin Brooks' book is Binding Us Together. And you can get it at Amazon, you can get it at Barnes and Noble, and you you can get it by calling Mr. Brooks, 816-719-0670. And he'll take your order personally. Well, you may know what Carl has at home, but you can also get it at the Black Archive. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, he told me I could give out his home number. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Well, thank you all for being here tonight. I it's been a blast for me for both of y'all so y'all are tremendous and this is the year of the woman I know the Chinese says the year of the ox so if y'all like oxtail you can get those thank you very much and be sure to stay tuned to guess who's coming to Kansas City each and every Saturday from 5 to 6 and if you want to get warm up to tune into the show just tune in to uh, our folk show uh, he have our youth person uh, be on there next uh, uh, month, next Saturday that is, uh, Charnay, uh Hubbard. But we want you to build our audience, if you would. Cheyenne Hubbard. What did I say? Cheyenne. I thought I did, but okay. I'm glad you were there to correct me. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We might say what ends will end and we'll talk at you and and we'll have some beautiful shows in the future thank you very much and we're out of here i may take a plane i may take a train if i have to walk i'm going there just the same i'm going to kansas city kansas city here i come they got some crazy little women one day I'm gonna get me one. I don't know when and where I'm going to.
city, Kansas City, here I come. Going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. They got some way to live. 